picture it. The year is 1349, the late Middle Ages. You're a humble peasant living with your family of four in Europe. You do your best to support your family, and you're well connected within your village community. One day, you notice the rest of your family has fallen ill, and so have some of your neighbors. Unbeknownst to you, you're living in the year the pandemic known as the Black Death was at its peak, with estimates saying half of Europe perished ill-stricken with the bubonic plague. Your family of four is now a family of one. Treatment was non-existent, and no one understood where the plague came from, how it worked, how it spread. They knew nothing. It took Europe upwards of a hundred years to recover. There is something to be said regarding the sheer miracle that is modern-day medicine. Breakthroughs in our understanding of disease have led to the management and treatment of various ailments that once plagued our ancestors. Infectious diseases like polio and measles have been largely eradicated from the public sphere, in large part to advancements in vaccine therapy. While we may not have a complete and comprehensive grasp on all things related to physical health, this current pandemic notwithstanding, we've come a long way from the Middle Ages, where the bubonic plague wiped out a third of the world's population. The importance of physical health cannot be understated, and society knows this. We're taught to pursue a healthy lifestyle, to exercise, to take care of our diets, to brush our teeth, to go to the doctor when we feel ill. Most people know to put on a band-aid to avoid infections. Everyone unanimously agrees that physical health is something positive, something we should all strive for. There's no stigma in going to the doctor when you feel ill or under the weather. But can the same really be said for mental health? Medicine has given us so much to be grateful for, and our understanding of physical health has improved the lives of countless people. It won't be long now, relatively speaking, before the very notion of physical illnesses becomes a thing of the past. But as we advance in our understanding of physical health and illness, we begin to turn our attention to the other side of health, the one that's much more subtle and difficult to understand. Mental health has been declining rapidly in the past few decades. The prevalence of mental illness has been increasing rapidly, especially among adolescents and young adults. The WHO puts depression as the leading cause of years lost due to disability worldwide. They also estimate that depression will rank first in the global burden of disease by 2030. The current COVID-19 pandemic is not doing any favors to these numbers. In the 40 seconds it took for me to finish this paragraph, someone out in the world has committed suicide. Think about that. One of the biggest hurdles in mental health is the stigma we have towards mental illnesses and mental health more generally. Two-thirds of people with mental illnesses do not get the treatment they need. Now imagine if two-thirds of people with terminal cancer didn't get the treatment they needed. And you can debate whether or not mental illnesses are as horrible as terminal cancer, but that would be missing the point. People are shunned by their peers and even their cultures 
for having mental illness. Some people don't even believe in the existence of mental illnesses, saying, it's all in your head. This is akin to telling someone paralyzed by the legs to walk it off. On the subject of treatment, it should be noted that there are various forms of therapy that have high success rates in clinical practice. Cognitive behavioral therapy, or CBT in particular, is a relatively new treatment with a lot of promise for certain conditions such as depression and anxiety. Psychiatric medicine are also interventions that can be considered, although there is still ongoing debate as to its real effectiveness. This is, of course, a far cry greater than merely a few hundred years ago, where the field of psychology hadn't even existed. With that being said, it's also a far cry from where we are within the context of medicine, where we've had success eradicating entire diseases. But, as mentioned earlier, mental illnesses are much more difficult to understand and therefore to treat than regular illnesses. But more on that next episode. Health is not just the absence of illness. Health is also the promotion of well-being. And you could be free of illnesses and still be unhealthy. And everyone knows how to live healthy, how to exercise, how to eat properly. But do they know how to do the equivalent of these things for mental health? Do people know to take care of themselves more when they're emotionally hurt? Do people know to embrace their stress instead of being overwhelmed by it? There is a lack of general public knowledge about these sorts of things. And in all fairness, these things are much harder to do and to teach to people, especially when you compare it to teaching people how to eat properly, for example. But that doesn't take away from its importance. I am here to promote health. I'm here to promote understanding. My hope is, dear listener, that as you follow me in this series, you get a deeper appreciation and understanding of mental health and how that relates to you. It is my hope that you will join me in this cause to follow, to share this podcast, where we'll discover and learn new things together. <laughs>